Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Brightline podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Bright Light Podcast. Uh, we, again, are joining each other via Zoom because we cannot seem to be in the same time zone for more than 10 seconds these days. So anyway, I miss you guys desperately. I'm so sad that yeah, we can't be in the same do. room, but yeah. um, I'm glad that we can get together and do an episode uh, or two, um, even if we can't be in the same room. So today <laughs> on the episode, we've decided, um, because we've actually had this come up, be, and the reasons why we haven't been able to be together is... What do you do when you're sick? How do you yep. how do you work the program when you're having an illness or you're having a surgery? And how do we how do we frame this um, around you know the medical things and things you have to change? So uh, Bonnie, I'm gonna pinch to you real quick because I think mm-hmm. that you have a you know you have a surgery discussion that you want to go to. So um, I'm gonna stop talking and let you talk. Yeah. So I had a planned uh, surgical procedure to address a shoulder problem I was having. So I knew I was going to basically have to not eat overnight. Right. I had to be at the hospital at like eight in the morning. My surgery, I think, was like at 11. So I had to fast overnight, not eat in the morning, go in. And then I knew like I always get really nauseated after I have surgery, which I did again this time and have a lot of problems with that. So I knew I wasn't going to be eating, you know, really like breakfast or lunch. Um, so I knew realistically the first thing I would eat would be in the evening after my surgery. And, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So um, different people approach this differently. I think the first thing is your health and your bodily needs come before any prescribed program, right? So obviously we're not going to go off the rails and be eating, you know, NMF, right? But what you choose to eat to nutrify your body after a surgical procedure or during a medical problem needs to be focused on caring for your medical problem, right? So keep that in mind. So what I did and what a lot of people do, since again, I knew my tummy would be yucky, no matter what time I ate, is you eat breakfast for your whatever meal. And some people eat Mm -hmm. breakfast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a couple Mm -hmm. days if they've had a surgery and just, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if it's a stomach thing and you're going to be having trouble getting your tummy on board, you know, a little more fruit with a grain and a little protein and not too much fat is actually just easier to digest, right? Than, than you know, salad or you know, vegetables or that type of thing. So what I did is I actually make the like a little pre-made like just an oatmeal muffin, which is just oatmeal, you know, the fruit and the egg, and I just pre-made those muffins and put them in a baggie, and they're good at room temperature because it's just a muffin. And so I put those in a baggie in a little cooler bag. And um, put them on ice, actually, because I like them colder in that situation. Don't have to. But and then I just took to the hospital with me. And then, you know, eight o'clock at night when I finally felt well enough to eat, that's what I had. And it was so good on the easy on the stomach. And, you know, I was, you know, they try to bring you, you know, and again, if you have to eat it because that's all there is, the hospital brings you jello or, you know, apple juice or I mean, like this, you know. This is not going to derail your program. If you're a hardcore addict and you truly believe that one sip of apple juice is going to put you over the edge and put you off, you know, off your program, then you need to bring everything that you might want. You know, even if all you can have is a liquid, what's that going to be? Probably water. Mm-hmm. And then, 
you know, maybe a banana or something, right? I mean, do what you have to do if you're worried about how that's going to affect you. And everybody knows themselves pretty well um, how that might affect you. I knew that having a breakfast for dinner or even for more than one meal was not going to hurt me. But that's what I did. And like I said, I, I ended up going home the next day. Um, and so I just went home and had breakfast again. So yeah. I think that's totally fine. And again, you know, if if your addiction or your situation is fragile enough that you really worry, hey, if they even offer me Jello, it's going to be a hard time. Mm-hmm. Again, make sure you're bringing things that are at least BLE compliant, but following the what you have to have at breakfast, what you have to have at lunch and what you have to have at dinner strictly when you're in a medical situation is not realistic. And again, might not even be what your body can tolerate or what your body needs. So, right. Right. And so let's talk about, you know, we get, you know, the hand dealt to us of the whole family gets sick. Right. That was my situation. Like, you know, how long ago, like a week and a half ago or whatever. And it's, and the reality is, is like, sometimes you just don't even feel like eating. Like, let's back up off of like, what you and let's go to a place of like, I don't even want to eat because my, like, I'm so upset or, you know, whatever's going on. So, you know, I often, this question gets asked me, it's like, what do you do when you're sick? What do you do when you're sick? And I'm like, well, it all depends on what kind of sick you are. Right. Like, I think that's the first right. question. Cause like you have the sniffles, you can still eat your vegetables. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I hate to say that out loud, but I feel like, you know, I have a sniffly nose. Like I'm still eating my food. I'm not changing up my food just because I have a sniffly nose. Now, I am having a tummy upset. I actually hearken back. Bonnie's in my ear. Dr. Bonnie's telling me my ear to eat the brat diet. And I remember yeah. this from our days when we used to, you know, treat people in the clinic. What is the brat diet? Yes, Amen. exactly. Bonnie, what's the brat diet? Bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. And those are four things that basically, you know, are good if you're having diarrhea. Uh, mostly yeah. it's, it's you know, basically for people that are getting dehydrated, right? To keep you from getting dehydrated. The bananas and the apples kind of help thicken the stool a little bit. And as well as some kind of a gentle grain. And I think, you know, when you're talking about like, if you have a cold, I had COVID or something like it. I can't even remember now a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And in as I was kind of still coming out of having a fever, even though I didn't have a GI problem, I just felt terrible. And yeah. just the idea of the vegetables, I just couldn't. And so I think yeah. for like a half of a day, at least I had for lunch and for dinner, I had a piece of, you know, the Ezekiel bread, which is the whole grain bread that we're allowed right. to have with a little bit of butter on it or margarine or whatever. And that's like all I had because that's right. all I could say. And yep. again, it's... She's saying margarine not, because she doesn't eat dairy, guys. Just so everybody dairy, knows. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. eat dairy. Yeah. There's so, nothing wrong with know, butter. There's nothing wrong with butter. No, she doesn't have eat dairy. But you no, know, like I just didn't have the protein or the vegetables or the fruit, right? I just, all right. that felt could go down, you know, was a piece of toast. Now, when you're done with that and you're better, then you've got to really be mindful. If you got a little bit of zing out of getting just the bread for dinner when that's not normally something you have, right? then you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to address that. But I think, like I said, when you're really sick, you know, you've got to just give your body what it needs. Yeah. And I've gone to like eggs and rice. Like that tends to be my, I'm like, and I've been sick like twice with the tummy bug since I've been on BLE and both times like that. Cause I felt like protein was to keep the protein in was important. And the eggs were, you know, obviously bland enough that I could stomach that, but the rice just really helped with the, you know, with the GI stuff when I wanted to eat. But again, like both times when I had a tubby bug, there was like a day that I didn't even eat because I just couldn't stomach anything. So um, I think that yeah. just stressing about making sure you're being militant on meals and all that kind of stuff when you're having any kind of, you know, illness, like you just, you have to, like what Bonnie said, Bonnie said it, like you have to take care of your medical needs first. Right? And, you know, we've had, I've seen people in the, in the community talk about like, I'm going through chemo, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going through chemo 
therapy. I'm going to be nauseated for weeks. And it's mm -hmm. like, you need to get your protein in. And if what you need to do is drink Ensure shakes to add extra protein, because you can't, you can't even digest much solid food, that is not breaking your lines, you know, even if it has sugar in it. Um, you know, it's getting the, it's getting the medical nutrition and supplements that you need to stay healthy and heal your body. Um, and again, it's just, it's like anything else, ask yourself the questions, you know, if you're picking a medical nutrient supplement that's higher in sugar and you're getting a little dopamine hit out of it instead of just right. getting your nutrient and you can pick one that's not sugared up, you know, you need to do that. Right. But if it is right. down to like, you're going to be going undergoing medical treatments for a protracted period of time, you know, your right. body must have a certain amount of protein to heal itself. And if you can't get that in, in the normal way that you do, and you need to take a supplement to heal your body, you know, you need to do that and not feel. And then stressed. it's medicinal, right? Like then it's medicinal. Yes. And I think that, you know, like Susan even talks about this and there's a, there's a blog out there um, where she talks about this, like medical treatment versus, you know, line breaking. And that like, yeah. you know, like, and I remember, cause I was using, um, cough drops at one point. Cause like, I was like, it felt like I was swallowing glass and I'm like, I just, you know, it, did I get sugar-free? I did get sugar-free, but I don't even do artificial sweetener anymore. So I felt like there was some angst in me about yeah. using cough drops, but it, at the end of the day, it was medicinal, you know, and I got yeah. the gross menthol flavored one. Cause I was like, I don't want them to taste good. <laughs> but again, like that's my personal choice. Like my personal choice yeah. was I, I can do that and be okay and not feel like I'm breaking my lines. So Robin, you've been really quiet. I want to, I want you to talk. Sorry. Well, yeah. And I'm, I, you know, I'm getting over a cold. Still, as well still sick. So yeah, I'm over it. I just sound, just sound throaty. Right. So it's that piece of the only thing that sounded good to me was you know, scrambled eggs. I could eat scrambled eggs. And then I can't stand the boxed chicken broth. I think that tastes disgusting. Um, so I will make my own homemade chicken broth. And that, right, that was really soothing for me to be able to have to have that because hydration is is so important. Um, I think one of, you know, we were talking about, you know, are you getting the dopamine hit from it? And I think one piece to maybe pay attention to is what are you saying to yourself in your head about why it's okay maybe for you to continue, you know, putting, you know, where is that line of, okay, I'm, I'm not, you know, sick enough anymore. And I can switch back to perhaps a, you know, a more regular BLE, you know, menu, um, as opposed to, um, maybe making excuses and, and letting things slide a little bit longer. And I think that speaks to the food neutrality. I mean, I think that's the reality yep. is that the more neutral you are around the food, the easier it is. I mean, cause like for me at this point, you know, and I'm not saying like I'm healed, I'm just saying like I, the day after I'm like, I'm going to go back to eating normal, like what yeah. I, and you know, maybe I won't be able to finish the whole meal or whatever the case might be, but like, I'm going to go back to eating normal. And that's what I'm going to try and do because I feel like I'm better enough to do that. And I think that that, and th but that's the internal battle, right? The internal struggle of figuring out like, how do you just, how do you just slide back into what the routine is instead of, yeah, making excuses of, oh, well, I, I kind of still feel bad. So I could, right you know, and that's right. But that's the bar I see Bobby's face. Um, that's the bar. I did that right? with the, I've done that with cough drops. I mean, I didn't get mm -hmm. the ones that don't taste good and I was really sick. Right. I've, I mean, I think I did that even before I was in bright line. I'm like, <laughs> I still need a cough drop. And it's like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, we're addicts, man. We're addicts. <laughs> so it is, it's just having that conversation with yourself. Like, you know, 
I think the other tools that we use in bright line eating, right. Writing your food down the night before, um, uh, you know, calling out what you're going to eat to a buddy, you know, saying it out loud, committing, yeah. you know, committing. so I think, you know, if you get sick, you work with your support system and you say, all right, oh, yeah. I am making a conscious decision to use these cough right. drops. Now what happens to me? I kind of like them, but I do need them right now, or I'm not going to get through the work day. Um, cause I've got to be able to talk at a meeting. I need to be able to take these, this medicine because I do really need it. Um, but I want, you know, I want, help me be accountable each day. I need, I'm going to check in with you. And if I'm at a point, you know, I want to just ask myself and have you ask me, do you really still need them today? You know, or is the cough subsided to the point where you can take a decongestant tablet and drink some water or mm-hmm. some hot tea and be okay. You need to put the cough drops away. Right. And so right. I think they're just, you know, just like everything else, um, whenever you make a change in your plan, you want to bring in your support system. Like it's time to make a food ad or, yeah. you know, or whatever mm-hmm. you're going to make. A it's always smart to bring in your support system, have accountability around it. Be curious about it. Ask yourself the questions. Is this escalating? Is this Pew. messing up? P-H-E-W. Yeah. Pew. Say what or Pew is. Pew. Pew, like pew, like pew. a gun. So P-H-E-W. Oh, I don't know. I'm, now you're going to ask me what they stand for. Escalate, e is escalating. W is weight. Um, P, P is peace. Oh, what do I have around it? Is it escalating? Behavior. Am I gaining? There's an H. I don't know what it is, though. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. We are horrible at this. We are We're too tired. We're too tired. It's been a stressful thing. Life is like it, guys. So we can't come up with it. The acronym is P-H-E-W. That is the acronym. And Tony Wade could probably call that out for us because he's done it before. If he's watching this right now, he's like, oh, these girls. (laughs) He's like, ladies, write it down. I can hear him. Yeah. He's like, put it in your phone. That's what he always says when people are like, oh, I'm late to something. He's like, put an alarm on your phone. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think that's the thing is, is like any other alteration or change in your program view, taking care of your body when you're sick. And that way, again, let's say you're undergoing cancer treatment and really you're going to have to eat, you know, um, you're going to have to do ensure you're going to have to eat mm-hmm. food that's off plan completely because there's just some nutritional element you need or whatever, you know, make a plan around it check in with your support system about it and track it and get curious. If you're having trouble sticking to the plan you decided on, figure out why, you know, um, I mean, when you're sick, um, when you're dealing with, you know, I'm, I'm traveling right now because of family health issues, you know, that any added element of stress is just, we are all at risk for falling back to our food addiction because I have used food addiction my whole life to cope with stress. And so the bigger the stress, the bigger the risk for me. And so, you know, checking in with your support system regularly um, and being honest about it, not like honest, like confessing, but just honest about I am struggling right now. I, you know, I'm feeling called to the food. Um, You know, I'm having trouble getting off this cough medicine. I'm, you know, I need to take this supplement, but I'm worried it's going to mess up my program. You can get coaching if you're a member of the BLE, um, you know, if you're a membership, mm-hmm. you can get coaching around it. So, you know, getting as many resources as you can to help you, you know, I mean, gosh, if you're undergoing a long medical treatment of any kind, I'm going to use cancer because I just think about that's one that's weeks to months usually of treatment, but any kind of a protracted health problem. Oh my gosh. I mean, in addition to just what's going to happen to your body, there's the emotional impact for yourself, right? Just coping with having whatever this problem is. Yeah. So, you know, be, be kind to yourself. Don't be judgmental of yourself. But be honest, because, you know, the, the hope is you're going to heal and you're going to get better. And then you want to continue to be healthy because you're taking good care of your body. And that's what this program is. So, yeah, reach out for support and stay connected 
um, and be, you know, be track it scientifically and don't judge yourself. If you had a temptation, just go, Oh gosh, you know what? Uh, yeah, this emotional part of this problem is escalating. How can I get help with that without turning to the food? Right. And I think it's about, some of it is also about pre-planning, right? Knowing that something's coming, right? If you know, you've got a medical procedure coming, what are you keeping in the house? to be able to manage that so that you've got what you need, right? I'm, I'm a bit, I'm an anal retentive planner part, right? And I like knowing, okay, I've got the things in the house that I'm going to need to get through that time. And I think also pre-planning your support, right? If you know, you've got a surgery coming up, putting your, your, your support team on notice, Hey, I'm going to probably need a little extra support or making sure you're telling your family, Hey, I'm going to be struggling a little bit more. Please don't offer me NMF during this time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the reality is, is that this program has to be sustainable for life, right? Like this is life. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I talk, I, I I say this all the time. It's like, if this is my choice to, to live this life, you know, to live this lifestyle, that sounds weird, but do you understand what I'm saying? To like, to, to eat this way, to, you know, to, to keep my health in, in mind and, and do bright light eating forever, then I have to be able to weather the storms. And like, there are going to be illnesses and, you know, God forbid, like serious illness, you know, serious sicknesses and surgeries and all that kind of stuff, like Mm -hmm. things like that are going to happen in everybody's life. And so having a plan, like Robin said, I think that's the, you know, that's, that's a good, a huge takeaway. Like, what am I going to do in those situations? Because I had done some of the modules, the first time I got a stomach illness, I knew what the plan was. The plan was to have breakfast. Like Mm -hmm. that was the plan. I knew the plan and I knew I could do it and I didn't have to feel guilty or bad or like I was breaking my lines. I knew what I was doing. So the second thing obviously is if you have something planned and you know, it's coming, bring stuff to the hospital. Cause that's what I heard Bonnie yep. say, like, don't, don't trust and depend on, I mean, I just like, we were in the ER with my youngest, like a couple weeks ago and he's totally fine. Everything's fine guys. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was, we went at four o'clock in the morning and it, you know, we didn't leave until like eight or nine and it's, you know, like I've been up and I'm hungry and whatever. And they're like, here's some, mm-hmm. you know, goldfish and graham crackers. I'm like, well, you know, my kids can enjoy those, but I'm definitely not. I'll just have to wait till I get home to eat, which, you know, that's totally fine. I wasn't going to die because no one's mm-hmm. ever starved between, you know, dinner and breakfast. But, um, you know, it's just if you've got sometimes you can't plan, but other times it's like, yeah, you just have to make sure. Um, and then I hear some people in my ear saying like purse vegetables, purse nuts, like people, you know, people are like, keep those things on hand. Yeah, But shelf stable stuff. I mean, that's another thing. Like, I know we've talked about it before, but it's really true. It's like, you've got to make sure you've got stuff just, you know, stocked away in your pantry. So God forbid you'd yep. have to run out to the ER. You can grab a bag of nuts and, you know, maybe an apple or, you know, just something to make sure that you're taken care of and, and make sure that you are thinking about your own, your own health, um, you know, and your program in, in these situations. And it's, it is hard, but if a little pre-planning can probably go a long way. I'm thinking, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, we all have a go bag in case there's an earthquake, you know, what would you need if you had to get outside your house? We should. (laughs) If you need to get outside your house in a hurry because there's an earthquake and it might not be safe to stay in there. Do you have a bag? I'm writing a to-do list right now. Shoot, I gotta make it. You need a bag. bag. You need a bag with Robin, do you have a to-go bag? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm really glad. Oh my goodness, just me. Thanks, Robin. You need to have a go bag with a change of change of clothes, some of your meds, if you take medication, you know, whatever, the things Mm -hmm. you might need. So I like the idea of maybe having a go bag of if something, anything unexpected, coffee, sure. exactly. if anything unexpected happens in your day where you might have to, 
let's just say it's not even a medical thing, right? It's just, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go rush to this appointment or to something I wasn't planning on being away from the house. And you don't want to have to rely on fast food or the hospital cafeteria or whatever. Yeah. Just having a bag, like you said, in the pantry of shelf stable things, not your favorite things maybe, but just this would do to give me a lunch portion. If heaven forbid, I had to just run out really quick and I didn't have anything else. Right. So like you said, a fresh piece of fruit and something, you know, some dried dried edamame, a bag of carrots, boom, you know, that's not, you know, that's yeah. not an amazingly tasty lunch, but that's going to get you by. It'll right? do. But I think the other thing is, is like in the medical, you know, in the medical emergency or whatever, like, you know, you're going to the ER, you've had to take a kid out of the ER or something like that. Or, you know, it's just, it it won't be about like, is this the most amazing, amazing meal? It'll be like, I, it's a meal time and I'm hungry and I want to be able to make good decisions, but I don't want to have to compromise because I don't have a choice. And I think that yeah. that's kind of when people, you know, I think that's when people trip up, especially around medical stuff is it's yes. like, they don't feel like they have a choice or they, you know, there was no plan put in place. So. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Either of you have anything else to say about this? No, I think, and I think, you know, to me, like we, I just talked about what the takeaways were, but really the takeaway is, is like, you know, life is going to happen and you're going to get sick. I mean, everybody's going to get sick. I mean, I think the nice thing is, is I feel like I do heal a lot faster now that I'm in a healthier place. Like, I don't feel like I stay sick as long, which is wonderful. Uh, But we're all going to get sick, right? So we have to plan for this and we have to uh, make accommodations. And there is a way to stay bright and stay really true and have integrity in your program, even um, through an illness. So uh, that's, that's the gist of it today, guys. So thank you so much. That's our episode for today. As always, if you have questions or have comments or topics that you want us to talk about, you can email us at onthebrightlinepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our socials. I hope you guys all have a beautiful day. Bye.